welcome back to other people's lives. Welcome back. Greg, you just got back from your nice trip. I did. I went to Iceland. Um, I'm jealous. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people have have been. It's a big tourist destination now, but uh, even still, it is worth it. It is like another planet. I was just telling you before, it's like, to me, it's like the closest thing to a utopia that we have on this earth. Interesting. It is. I got to I got to hit beautiful. Iceland. I got to hit Iceland next year for sure. The people are nice, cutting edge technology, mm. insane nature. It just it really does have it all. Small place obviously, a little easier to run things than good old America. Yeah. Um but beautiful beautiful place. Cool. Speaking of other worlds. Oh. And otherworldly. I didn't even plan to do this by the way, just so That was like your first like transition you your like first that? segue on the you show like usually that? i'm the one to do that hey man i'm i'm i'm, you know, I'm rubbing off on you pro- my talents I'm, you're i'm progressing um but anyway uh today we are talking to a man that had this uh theory like a series of tweets that he put out on twitter and it kind of went viral but he has a conspiracy theory about uh the world that like our world actually ended in 2012 when it was supposed to according to the mind calendar everyone thought that we were gonna go down what was it december 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 21st yeah i don't know 2012 i really don't remember the date but i remember everyone saying like this is the end of the world blah 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 but he believes obviously we are still here we're you know at least we think so uh but he seems to think that the world did actually end in 2012 and we've been living in a simulation ever since Yes. So we are all dead right now. Like the earth we were living in, our lives ended in 2012. As far as I understand it, our consciousnesses are still, I don't know, we're brought to this other dimension or simulation. So we think we're still here, but it's, it's not the same world. And I guess, you know, with this theory, there's some proof of this or there's proof that people think they have of this we actually discussed the mandela effect very briefly i believe it was our second flat earth episode right where it's kind of like false memory or i think one of the biggest examples is remember the the berenstein bears berenstein bears i honestly don't remember them but i do know this example it's yeah it's the debate that there's images of it spelled one way versus another um there's examples that febreze was spelled differently looney tunes was different kind of like glitches in the matrix one I guess of the you biggest ones of mandela effect is the star wars the famous scene where we all know it as luke i am your father which wasn't the uh line it was just constantly misquoted and then people believed it to be luke i am your father but it really is him saying no I am your father is what the line is. Right. So if you go on YouTube and you search it, uh, that's what's going to come up. And if you have the old VHS, which I do, that's what the line in the movie is. It was never Luke, I am your father. Um, but people who believe in the Mandela effect believe that, at least this is what I learned from the episode that we did, that uh, someone is able to go in and change all of this and, and warp our reality and so they believe that at one point it was Luke, I am your father. And uh, then they just completely changed it. Yeah. Because they're able to control it. Because going back to the simulation, if it is a simulation, you can control. And- so, yeah, some people would say that's just a collective false memory, something right. that kind of spread through word of mouth. 
Others would say it's signs that we are in a simulation and there was a world before this simulation and these are sort of, you know, glitches where we're kind of seeing into that other world, mm. but the world is different now. And that's just a, a small part of this theory, uh, but we're going to let him, you know, kind of walk us through this theory and I guess explain to us why we are all actually dead right now. Before we uh, give him a call, we do have a sponsor for today's show, which is Blue Chew. Uh, Blue Chew brings the first chewable uh, with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. We're talking about dick pills, people. We're talking about giving you the hardest boners you've ever had in your life. Uh, it's not only for people that may have some sort of erectile dysfunction, but also for people that want better performance. And the performance could always be better. Do you agree? I agree. And, you know, I've, I've had sex once and I would love, <laughs> I would love to do it again. So it's really good to know that something like blue chews out there so yeah. that when I am ready to try it again, I can have something like blue chew, which has the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So, yeah. you know, this works, right? Yeah, exactly. So, and also blue chew is prescribed online, strips straight to your door in a discreet package. Uh, there's no in-person doctor visit, you know, it's, or waiting in the pharmacy or something weird. Nothing weird awkward. Experience. Yeah, no awkward experiences. Uh, and they're made in the USA and Blue Chew prepares and ships direct. They're, so they're, they're cheaper than a pharmacy as well. Um, and right now we've got a special deal for our listeners. You can visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use our promo code OPL. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that is Blue Chew spelled B-L-U. E C H E W dot com and use the promo code OPL to try it for free, people. Okay? Blue Chew, the better, cheaper, faster choice. Um, and thank you guys so much for sponsoring the podcast. But uh, cool. Let's uh, give them a call. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up, man? You got Greg and Joe here. What's up? What's up, man? Uh, so we kind of just did a little intro. We kind of let people know you know, uh, about how the whole, um, Twitter chain kind of went viral. So we kind of just wanted to just, you know, the floor is yours. We kind of want you to just kind of give a, a brief summary of what this, uh, theory is, is about and what it's kind of based in. So can you just do a, a, a quick summary of what it is? Yeah. Like, uh, are we live right now? Yes. Yep. Oh, okay. So the 2012 theory, um, so I'm pretty, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with the, the Mayan calendar and how a lot of people thought that, you know, it was going to be the apocalypse or something or the end of the world in 2012. And, you know, obviously we didn't see that happen. And so a lot of people have also said that that's a mistranslation. You know, the, the Mayans didn't think it was the actual end of the world, but the end of this world and just, you know, the beginning of a new age, basically. And that ties into astrology and stuff like that, you know, so supposedly we were in the age of Pisces and we're moving into the age of Aquarius, but that's, that doesn't really matter in order to explain this theory. Um, what you need to know about the 2012 theory, um, from my point of view, is that what I thought was super significant is um, in 2012, um, this place called CERN, which is a giant particle accelerator in Switzerland, which is, which is, um, they're, they're smashing particles like subatomic particles, uh, things that are smaller than atoms together at light speed. And they're looking for, um, you know, they, they say they're looking for other dimensions and, and, uh, mini black holes. 
So that already sounds kind of weird and kind of scary. But um, Stephen Hawking came out and said that, um, you know, what they were doing could actually destroy the universe. And I'm pretty sure uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson said the same thing. So there was a bunch of scientists that were actually worried about it. And, um, you know, in 2012, though, the, uh, the scientists at CERN actually succeeded in finding what they were looking for. They found this thing called the Higgs boson or the God particle. And like I said, Stephen Hawking said that this could potentially cause a catastrophic vacuum decay, which is, you know, a smart way of saying that the universe would just dissipate uh, faster than the speed of light. We, w we wouldn't even notice it. And uh, so, yeah, my theory is that it, that could have happened because ever since 2012, people have been noticing little anomalies, little discrepancies. Um, you know, it seems like, like history has changed in a way. Um, some people remember the Statue of Liberty being on uh, Ellis Island, and, you know, they're finding out that it's on Liberty Island. Some people remember the Berenstein Bears being the Baron, or it's, it's hard to say. Some people remember it Berenstain. Some people remember it Berenstain, but I guess it's always been Berenstain. Some people remember Chick-fil-A uh, being spelled with just a C. Now it's C-H-I-C-K. Uh, and a lot of people don't remember it that way. So a lot of people remember Fruit of the Loom having a cornucopia in the background, and now the cornucopia has never been there. So it's almost as if <clears throat> uh, we've entered a totally new timeline, like the old universe um, was destroyed and we entered a new one, like a parallel universe, like right next door with just a few small differences. But so what, are the, what, what do you say to the people that feel like maybe these are just things that people have forgotten and now you know something like uh you know the the chick-fil-a thing for instance isn't it possible that people were mistaken and then i'm they... sorry you're cut you're, you're cutting out what are you, what was that uh i was saying that uh you know people is it possible that people can just maybe have a bad memory and then have perpetuated you know this idea that oh no this was for certain something uh, back in the day and now it's changed and how did that happen? Like, isn't that also possible? Yeah, that's totally possible. Um, yeah, we have, we have false memories all the time. You know, a lot of people don't even remember their childhoods correctly. A lot of people actually believe false things about themselves and that's just psychology. Like we know that, but, um, I don't know. I just feel very strongly that there's some of these things that, you know, too many people remember it the wrong way. And too many people feel that something's off. If you ever experienced the Mandela effect, which is the phenomenon of, you know, history seemingly changing, you, you just feel it. it. It definitely feels off. So it's not really provable, like, empirically because, you know, you kind of can't prove it. So it makes it difficult to, <clears throat> to say for sure, you know? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, like, I, I was familiar with a lot of the examples, like the Berenstain Bears, um, I know like JC Penney's one of them, Looney Tunes. Those yeah. never really registered with me. When you just said Fruit of the Loom and Chick-fil-A though, if you asked me how to spell Chick-fil-A, I would have said a C. And I swear that I grew up with Fruit of the Loom having the cornucopia. So I'm definitely exactly. I definitely feel something right now. Um that that was interesting. That just uh those were kind of like the first two examples I've heard that made me stop and, and question it. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Chick-fil-A one really blows me away because uh, I can remember so many times passing Chick-fil-A and like 
making jokes in my head, being like, why the hell they spell it that way? It's so dumb. Yeah, that's really weird. And, yeah. Um, so what, I guess, would you... I, you kind of mentioned it earlier. You said that it's sort of um, like glimpses into... I don't know if you said like alternate universe or parallel universe. Like how would you describe these things and, and the Mandela effect? Um, so these things that have, you know, changed in our memory, um, you know, what is that exactly? Like why, why would we see these things? Well, okay. So according to the 2012 theory, there's plenty of other theories to explain the Mandela effect, but according to the 2012 theory, if, the Higgs boson, or the God particle that these scientists at CERN discovered, um, really did cause the universe to destroy itself, which uh, Stephen Hawking called a catastrophic vacuum decay. Um, if that really happened, the theory is that we would have just moved over to a parallel universe right next door where things are just slightly different. So we have the memories from the old reality we are in, but we're seeing things as they've always been in this timeline so it's like a for lack of a better term glitch in the matrix in a way kind of yes so what what effect would that have like is it like if you're saying it's like slightly different and like there's just these very obscure examples uh like febreze being spelled a certain way and people not remembering it is there any uh like catastrophic uh, things that come along with this new reality? Um, personally, no, I don't think so. I mean, uh, it's nothing to be afraid of. Like I said, the Mayans were saying that we're just about to enter a new age. Maybe the end of time has a different meaning where it's the end of, you know, linear time. And maybe things are about to get a little bit more fluid, you know, uh, a little bit more mystical and supernatural. And so the beginning of the new age would just be seeing glimpses in different timelines and stuff like that. Time's going to slowly stop working the, the same way it's always been. So if we died essentially in 2012, what are we now? Are we just like our collective consciousness? Like what, what has survived for us to even be able to have these memories? Well, I personally believe that we're not dead. Um, if if everything was destroyed, then our conscious... So there's a theory out there called quantum immortality, and that basically means that if if something's destroyed... If, if a consciousness... If something holding consciousness... Sorry, this is going to get... That's kind of confusing. Um, basically, if someone were to die, which this is kind of a strange idea, but if someone were to die... Um, you know, their consciousness would just move over to the next possible timeline where they were still alive. So like people who have near-death experiences, it's possible they could have died, but due to quantum immortality, they just moved over to the next probable timeline where they didn't die. And so some people think that's how reincarnation works. And there's plenty of other theories too. Like some people think, you know, this means we're in purgatory or a simulation. I don't know for sure. I was just playing around with ideas and, you know, kind of making people exercise their imagination a little bit. So what do you what what is your full thought? Like, do you think at, at like do you have a, a strong stance on this, or is it kind of like still all all up up in the air for you? It's still a little bit all up in the air for me. I definitely think there was a huge change in 2012, and I definitely do think the Mandela effect is a real thing. 
So what what changes are you referring to though? Because like something like the Mandela effect, I, I remember we had a previous guest who was talking about the Mandela effect, and they had mentioned the Star Wars example where everyone thinks it was Luke, I am your father, um, and that's obviously not the line. But it, it my question to them was like, why these things? Like why were these little things changed? Like what significance do the Bernstein Bears have that like this is what it is? Like I don't like I don't. I don't know. Like, it no, just seems like there's, there's obscure things that people don't have a, a like a legitimate memory about that are like, oh wait, you know what? It's possible it could be something different. Like, it always seems to be something obscure and not something definitive in a way. You know? Well, there's there's way bigger ones. Like the biggest one to me is the Black Tom explosion. Um, I don't know if you read about that in the thread, but the Black Tom explosion was like the first terrorist attack on U.S. soil. And I never learned about it in school. And I never heard about it until um, I started looking into Mandela Effect. And uh, so the Black Tom explosion is actually what caused the the torch uh, on the Statue of Liberty to be closed because a piece of shrapnel damaged it. And so they closed it down for for good. No one's allowed to visit it. It's been closed for over 100 years. But people remember visiting the torch. Hmm. Oh, uh, okay. I mean... I can't really speak to that because I don't remember like yeah. ever going there, but there is also yeah, some, I, Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I've talked to people that uh, have said like, yeah, I was there that day. And like, you could visit the, tro- the torch totally. And then there's like older people that have said they actually have climbed up there. Hmm. And you mentioned something in the thread too, about time moving differently or feeling differently after 2012. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, it just it just seems to be speeding up. Um, it seems to be speeding up a lot. Uh, at least for me, when I was younger, you know, the summers felt longer, the days felt longer. And you know, some people explain that by, oh, well, it's just because you're getting older, and you know, when you're young, time time feels longer because you haven't been alive as long. So like, you know, one if you're two years old, one year is half your life, so it feels longer. Mm-hmm. And as you get older, that it slowly fractions out, and you you know, you feel time differently. But I, I think technology is having a huge effect on the way that we perceive the world. And maybe that's why time feels different. But I definitely feel uh, like a shift in the way time is moving. I, it feels faster to me. So is the idea that this is kind of a continuous loop for us that again, in the future, this may happen where we're sort of moved to another reality or this, you know, this world ends and we move to another that's seemingly similar but we then start to notice new differences yeah that's that's kind of uh the theory um so that that's that's basically simulation theory i don't know if you've heard elon musk talk about that but he says you know if you just look at the pace that technology is advancing at um you know we have super duper realistic video games and you know just a like couple decades ago we had pong and now we have virtual reality and uh you know, if we keep advancing at the same pace, how long is it until we have a fully immersive video game that feels no different than real life? And if that's the case, who's to say that hasn't happened already? That's an interesting theory. Yeah, I was I was just talking to someone about that the other day. I mean, we are, as far as we know, on the cusp of, I think, true virtual reality where we're going to be able to immerse ourselves into you know, what's not this reality as we know it and maybe not be able to tell the difference, um, which is right. an insane thought. But I mean, I 
we're not far away from that from yeah. technology standards. So that is an interesting theory to me in the sense that, you know, what, what if that has happened? What if that's what we're in right now, essentially? What was that? No, it's just, I think it's just interesting to think what if that is what we are in right now? Like, like you said, if that has oh. happened already and we would never be able to know the difference. Right, exactly. So like you said, if it's like this continuous loop, who's to say we haven't already uploaded our consciousness into a computer or, or entered the matrix or something like that. And, you know, what if it's about to happen again? It could just be an endless cycle. And, you know, the Buddhists kind of talk about that. They talk about Indra's web, which is, that's their view of the universe. They think it's like a reflection within a reflection within a reflection, like a hall of mirrors, like never ending. And then there's a Hindu myth that talks about how the world exists on the back of a turtle. And then someone asked the guy telling the story, he's like, well, what's the turtle standing on? He said, another turtle. And then, you know, it's turtles all the way down. That's what, the... so <clears throat> it kind of backs up all the myths that uh, the external reality is just kind of this illusion where it just repeats itself infinitely. Yeah. And I'm not saying I agree with any of this, or I can't even admit that I've put enough thought to it, but something about that's almost nicer than the thought of the lights just go out when it all ends, <laughs> you know, that, that they're, your consciousness just ends and that is it. It goes black. You live the life that you live. Goodbye. Definitely. Yeah. I, I personally believe that there's a million other universes to go explore. I'm so like confused by all this, to be honest, because I'm thinking of like, you're saying like uploading consciousness, but wouldn't you be aware if you had done something like that or no? Like, I don't like, what is that? How would you not know that? Maybe we didn't want to know when we programmed it. I mean, like, I, I know, I'm yeah, just having I mean, a thought now. Like, what if we're just all like on some like rotten, like burnt out apocalyptic earth, like, and we like found a way to like put ourselves in like little glass <laughs> you know like what if we're just like floating in like little tanks right now in some weird liquid and we've all like have wires attached to our minds and like that's collectively what like humans decided we'll do we'll just like start over and have this other reality where we think it's like the real one <laughs> that, yeah that's a that's a scary thought i mean i like to think of it more as we decided to play a game and we're we're so you know we wanted it to be fun and it wouldn't be fun if we knew so the, the point of the game is to figure it out. It's a puzzle. Okay. And then what, so, okay. So when you do something like that, whenever the game ends, assuming that ends with death, you just wake up and then you're like, oh shit, I'm actually playing a game. Like, is that what we're talking about? Uh, kind of. I mean, I'm using simulation as a metaphor. I think people just relate to the simulation theory more because it's the language we use. We're surrounded by technology, so we understand simulations better. But for all of time, every single culture or every single religion has literally told us that this reality is not, is not the real one. The Gnostics said the material reality was fake. Jesus told us we're not from this world. The Buddhists said that this was the wheel of reincarnation. Uh, the Hindus called it samsara. You know, and like I said, the Buddhists called it an illusion. It's, it's, this is not the real world. And so nowadays, people just relate to the terminology of simulation easier. I guess so. I just like, for me personally, I'm just like, 
like, what is the point of that? You know what I mean? Like, that's just how I feel. It's just like, how, what is the point of like, are we, we're jumping from reality to reality. And the only thing that fucking changes is the Febreze bottle. Like, you know what I mean? Like then what is the point of even acknowledging that we're going from simulation to simulation? And if we have these conscious, like this consciousness that has been uploaded and we are not aware that we did that, then technically when we die, this consciousness that we know also goes. So what would be the difference then? So it could be us in a different dimension or whatever, playing a video game, but that frame of mind that uploaded this consciousness, like those are different then, you know? Uh, yeah, these are, these, are, these, are all, these are all totally different ideas. Yeah, that's like a lot of ideas in one. I mean, it's like religion in the sense that you can kind of put your own theory to it. Like mine was dark and we're all floating in tanks. Yours, <laughs> like we've uploaded our consciousness. No, and I then don't have a theory. You die I'm, and the game ends. No, I don't have a theory. Uh, honestly, on it, I just, I, it's the same thing how I feel about Flat Earth, where it's like, even if you were right, like, what is the point in knowing that? Because nothing changes. Like, you know what I mean? Unless a theory ends with when you die, you just continue this current consciousness that you have, you take that into whatever that is after death, then I, then okay. But if it's different, then it, then it doesn't change to me. I mean, I get you what you're live, saying. You just live this life, you know? <laughs> right, whether this life is a simulation or, you know, what, whatever we just think it is now, if you don't think it is a simulation. Yeah. In the, in the broadest sense, what I actually believe is that we live in a multiverse and there's many different, there's a spiritual realm to it, you know, and it's just, it's a learning experience, kind of like a game. It's not technically a simulation in the way that that we would picture it or maybe it is i i truly don't know but i mean it in the most scientific terms it almost is like a simulation because everything that you perceive is literally just electrical signals being sent from your senses like every time you touch something or smell something or taste something that is electrical signals being sent to your brain which is then decoded into an experience yeah that yeah, yeah so that, in, see that that I, I fully understand because there is electricity running through our bodies. That's without a doubt. Well, even the traditional sense of religion is in a, in a way a simulation if this isn't the real world. If when this life ends, we go to a new what thing. is then considered, yeah, either the real world where we're supposed to go, where we're supposed to end up. Exactly. And if you listen to all of the great mystics, they all say something similar about like when you die it's just kind of like waking up from a dream i do have i have a couple friends who have gotten into psychedelics and never would have spoken like this before those trips and then afterwards um are very big on the idea of you know this is a multiverse like you're you kind of start to understand that you know, you, you don't have to be trapped to this body that when you do die, it's your consciousness kind of travels to a new place and gets a new experience. Not necessarily that you're going to remember anything about the this experience, whether this is our first experience or our hundredth experience, but that it, you know, it does travel, that you kind of do keep going on to something new. Right. My head hurts. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> there's so much there's so many layers to this, you know what I mean? And it's like at the end of the day, this is all theory we don't fucking know. And it's like that's why it's so interesting. And like I don't know, for for me, it's 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 like 
I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if I believe in the Mandela effect. I think it's very possible that people just misquote or they mishear or they misremember. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I even watched like this documentary on Netflix like recently where they were saying uh, New Yorkers, they did like a poll where they asked them about 9-11, a day that no New Yorker really forgets. And they ask them about it today. And then they ask them about it 10 years later and their story changes by 50%. And that's, a, that's a, <laughs> a, like a catastrophic event where you knew someone who was affected or whatever, and, and 50% of your story was changed in 10 years just because of how you remember it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very possible that you're like, oh, dude, you see this thing on Febreze? There actually is one E. And you go, oh, my God, I always thought it was Breeze. Yeah. And now it's now you're wrapped up in it, and there's like these all these other obscure examples. Like for me, the Mandela effect ha- is like that, and – I try not to be so uh, dismissive of it, but I've like looked into it and I've like, you know, it's just hard for me to get in that frame of mind because there's ones that I don't agree with. Like the Looney Tunes, I'm like, well, I knew this was Tunes and then there's Tiny Tunes that spelled a different way. So I get how people can make that like discrepancy, but I always knew that. And like JCPenney knew that. And it's like, if I knew some of, the, some of these examples, then it's possible that other people are just kind of, misremembering mm-hmm. you know but as far as everything else you're saying is uh, you know uh, uh you know it made a lot of sense and it all came to for me when you were talking about the electricity like when you touch something and you can feel yeah. something on your fingers because of an electronic thing that runs through your body and goes into your brain and then decodes and like that is all it all sounds like a computer you know what I mean? yeah yeah. And atoms, we know that atoms are 99.999% empty space. We are literally just, inter- our atoms are literally just interacting with electromagnetic fields. It's all electricity and empty space. Yeah. And like, that's the interesting part that I don't, like, I haven't really thought about. <laughs> and it's just kind of yeah. like, and we're only so seeing what, what mean, we're only know? seeing what we're able to see. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there, there could be more here. There could be more right in front of our eyes, but we can only perceive what our eyes and our brain can perceive. Yeah. Does that make sense? No. Yeah. You're, you're right. And like at the end of the day, your perception is reality. I mean, think of people who have like dementia. They think they're on a, a like my grandma, like, I mean, she passed away, but she had, she had dementia and she thought she was on a fucking cruise ship. Yeah. And it was like this woman who clearly is not on a cruise ship thinks she's on a cruise ship. And like, just cause her perception <laughs> is her reality. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's, yeah. so it's wild to think of like that. So yeah, I mean, all of that is like, it's, is it possible? Of course it's possible because we don't know what the hell any of this even means anyway. But it, it's just like interesting to think about that. You know, if it's possible for my grandma to think that she's on a cruise ship and really believe that from what she's seeing, she's alive and like moving around and like, you know, like seemingly normal. Uh, but she thinks she's on a cruise ship. If she can believe that, then it should be possible also that we're not sitting in this fucking room right now and we're in a weird place. Oh, totally. I was gonna. I was actually gonna bring that up. I mean, even, just to take it back a step. I mean, if you're believing in false memories like those uh, those people in New York, but you really believe that story and you're basing your life and your decisions and your thoughts and your emotions off of that story that you tell yourself. What's the difference? Yeah. That's your rea- that's your reality. Dude, what the fuck is this? Like it's like <laughs> it's just like like oh man, it's it's so interesting, but it, it's it's so true because like and, and that just goes to show that like your memories and your like whatever has such a lasting effect on your reality and your perception and the way that you behave because like you said a, a, like a a traumatic thing like 9/11, like you could 
fuck up the story and you still live your life like, oh no, this happened to me or this and that, which makes me think that you can convince yourself of any, of like, how much of it is true that I think I know? Yeah. We're super <laughs> imperfect in that way. Yeah. You know what? You know what really freaks me out is they just figured out, scientists just figured out implant memories in mice. Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah, don't, don't tell me that. Yeah. What? <laughs> now think about this. There's, there's a philosophy called, or it's like a philosophical problem called like last Thursdayism or something like that. I think that's what it's called. I, I might not be right, but it's the, it's the thought experiment that what if the whole universe and all your memories of it was created last Thursday. Wait, what do you mean? So if we're talking about false memories and, and implanting memories and stuff right. like that. So in this philosophical problem, they, they say, well, it's totally 100% possible that the universe was created last Thursday, but it was also created with all of the false memories of the billions and billions of years of the past. Okay. And then, and then it's implanted in us, so we think we've been alive for how long? Yeah, exactly. But then how does, like, human interaction work? Like, I, I definitely have moments where, and I, and I think we all do, where things just seem so synchronized or, you know, you're thinking about a song and then it comes on at the perfect moment. Or, you know, it's just those little moments where you kind of stop and think to yourself, like, okay, like, that was... That, how did that happen? That was too perfect of a timing. Or, you know, it, like it almost deja makes vu. Yeah. And deja vu. And it's just, well, no, more than deja vu. Just like you, when meaningful things line up, meaningful, meaningful coincidence. And, you know, it does make you stop and think in that brief moment, like, okay, this seems manufactured in a way. Or like, like I do, I, I feel like I am in control of my universe. Like I'm thinking yeah. about this thing and it happens. But then it's like, Whose reality are we in right now? Like, I'm talking into the microphone with you two right now. Are you in my reality? Am I in your reality? Like, <laughs> are we just all in our own realities? Kind of. Are I'm we in, not here? I'm in, I'm in your world right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just, you know. <laughs> no, dude, I, I, I'm fascinated by synchronicity, and I think it could be all of the above. I mean, it just depends on how you live your life. You could totally get super paranoid and like, oh my God, the universe is set up just for me. Or you could be like, oh my God, the universe is set up just for me. And that's fucking awesome. You know, it's all of your, it's all your perception. And so honestly, I think it kind of confirms like either the idea of God, or you can look at it even as the simulation. If there are certain things that are happening too perfectly, it's kind of like a feedback loop. You're putting out thoughts and the thoughts are being reflected back at you. It's like mm -hmm. infor information being inputted and information being outputted does function like a computer when you put it that way. Yes, sir. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm assuming you're not religious in any traditional no, I, way. I, I, believe, I believe in God. I think it's a very powerful idea. God as a general higher power, God as a specific figure, or... I like, I like Jesus' message the best. I'm not totally convinced he was actually a real person. I, I just really don't know. But, I mean, I choose to have faith because it seems like the most powerful thing you could do. You know, like we were saying, it, does it make a difference? If he was an allegory or a real person, does it make a difference? I mean, I choose to believe in the idea of a God because it feels, it feels good. Like, it, it gives you strength in dark times, and it's helped a lot of people. Yeah, and I guess this, this whole even the discussion of this theory amongst other theories that we've kind of jumped to, to the theories that we just kind of created on our own <laughs> during the course of this <laughs> yeah. conversation. Uh, 
it's i mean it's the same existential question as religion it's you know we're still never going to know how we got here and we're never going to know what happens when we are quote unquote no longer here and as long as we don't know those two things we're just not going to know and you know fill in any theory fill in any religion to be a potential answer and you know we're kind of we're asking the same questions and we're and we're trying to find the same type of solution exactly and i think all of these questions have almost the same answer but they're it's we're talking about the infinite and when you talk about the infinite and the non-physical or the metaphysical you know there's no words to describe it so there's so many different ways you could say it so it gets really confusing and convoluted and then you come up with last thurseday-ism and simulation theory and samsara and, and maya and illusion you know it's it's all the same words for this or different words for the same stuff yeah i want to talk about you personally a little bit because you know you're you're actually on this show right now because one of our listeners I wish I had the name. You'll know who you are when you listen. Um, tagged you, I think, in, or tagged us in a tweet with you and was like, get this guy on the show. And then kind of looked at the thread a little bit, realized there were some articles written that had your Twitter thread. So you've become, you know, in a way, sort of synonymous with this theory. Uh, does that affect you in everyday life? I mean, you seem like just an awesome guy, like someone that I think the both of us would chill with and be able to have any type of conversation um but you know is it is it tough to kind of be known for this to put this out there alongside i guess your you know personal information um because i'm sure there's a lot of people who hear this and wouldn't even give you the time of day or you know just say this is absurd you're crazy why (laughs) why are you even talking about this has has it kind of affected your day-to-day life well, first of all, thank you, man. I think you guys are really cool too, and I I love you know the art you guys are doing, podcasting. I love podcasting, but um, I, it's it used to be hard, um, but this has honestly always been my dream. I've always just wanted to be known as a thinker or like some you know a truth seeker or something like that. I I really don't have a term for it. I just always wanted to be a personality. And just to talk about the shit that I'm interested in and somehow turn that into my life path. And I didn't at points. Yeah, there was people telling me I was crazy and that I was absurd. And, you know, my own family thought I, I like needed medicine. Hmm. And, and I, that's that's the worst shit. I'm like, dude, you're trying to kill my creativity, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but but um, yeah, I, it, like I said, it used to be hard. But, you know, I think if you persist in anything, you can make it happen. So how did your family kind of come around to this? Because that seems pretty extreme if they were essentially having an intervention with you. Yeah, I mean, so I never listened to him anyways. I would just fucking move out of the house and just avoid him. But um, yeah, I mean, I feel like they're just like kind of mind blown. They're like, wow, he was right all along. (laughs) Have you like completely swayed them? I mean, I haven't swayed them about my theories, and I don't really care to. I'm not here. I don't want to sway sway anyone about my theories. Like I said, I don't know anything's for a fact. I'm just kind of having fun, and this is what I enjoy doing. But um, you know, they believe in me. I think a little bit more. I think they're kind of just mind blown by because I've been telling them my whole life, like I'm going to be somebody. Like I, this is what I'm going to do, and they're like, No, you have to think realistically. You know, you have to do this. You have to do that. And I just always told them like. I don't want to do that. If I'm going to be alive on this planet, I'm going to choose my experience. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's, that's, 
that's a cool way to look at it. Um, I don't, you know, I, it, it's hard to argue with a mindset like that. Yeah. Cause like the only thing that like with, with these conversations, like there's, there's two people, there's people who are like, this is a theory. Do I know it for a fact? No, I don't, but this is the theory. And then there's people like, dude, the sun is led lights. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> dude, like, well, fuck this guy then. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, leave some, like there's, you're telling me there's no fucking possibility that it's not flat, dude. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. like when we did the flat earthers, the flat earthers were like, Almost making it seem like we were dumb. They kind of were kind of yelling at us. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> they were like, it. you remember? I was like, yo, why would they close off Antarctica then? It's like oh, because it's the Garden of Eden, and I'm like, all right, how the <laughs> fuck am I supposed to know that? But uh, you know, as, as long as it's it's met with like a realistic um, sort of being like, yeah, of course I could be wrong. It's just like these things are interesting, and that's like with any con- conspiracy theory where it's like. You know, like uh, for 9-11, for example, since we brought that up before, like there's so many conspiracy theories about, you know, this and that. And and as long as it's met with, you know, but I could be fucking wrong, obviously, or, or I could be, you know, this could all be whatever misinformation or coincidence or whatever. Um, you know, th- those are all possible. So as long as it's that, like I'm willing to, to, to talk and like try to understand. But when people start giving me this, like, no, dude, this is exactly what happened, especially on this topic where it's like, no one knows anything, Mm. you know, it's like, we can't know. So there's no way for it to be definitive. So when people are definitive, then I'm like turned off completely. But um, this, it is, it is an interesting conversation um, about, you know, because at the end of the day, it, the technology uh, that our world is going to be consumed by and even in the next five years it's going to be completely different than it is now and the fact that we do we are made up of electricity essentially that is all very interesting and it all kind of coincides a bit we're also like i i would think the majority of our civilization now would be totally willing to give themselves up to technology like i'm pretty sure people are already like lining up on a waiting list to get like chips implanted in them to be able to <laughs> yeah, no, do what you can do on your phone in your mind. I would never ever do that. I know, but <laughs> I, I don't you think the majority would? Yeah. And, and, and we've been programmed like te- we can't live without technology. I think most of us are aware that our movements are getting tracked, that yeah. there's so much data out there on us, but how do you give up convenience how do you give up convenience that we've become so accustomed to i don't know right so i that that's like what we were saying before whatever this next i think kind of turn in in technology is going to be um it it will be extreme because we are you know we are addicted to this we need the convenience uh and it's it's only gonna we're only gonna get consumed by it more yeah right i mean uh the astrological sign aquarius is associated with uh water and electricity and knowledge and i think i just think that's really weird you know if we're entering an age of like technology and the internet it's you know we're kind of like i compare it to this age we're going to be drowning in a sea of information Mm -hmm. Jeez, yeah well this is cool this is like the first episode in a while where we went all over the place and it was kind of refreshing. Yeah. It was just like, you know, just a bunch of theories, but to tie it back, (laughs) if you had to bet the house on it, the world ended in 2012. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Oh, it put me in a tough spot. Yeah. Honestly, I I think the world, I think the world as we knew it ended. 
Okay. And I guess that's open for interpretation. Just like anything else. Guy, guy is so deep. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So this whole time I realized we didn't even mention who you are or where people could find you. Um, just because we weren't sure if you want to stay anonymous. Um, I'm assuming no, because you're pretty out there. So uh, <laughs> totally up to you. If you want to stay anonymous for this conversation, cool. If you want to let people know where they can find you, go ahead. Uh, find me on Twitter, N-I-C-K-H-I-N-T-O-N-N. Awesome. That's dude. it. <laughs> we appreciate you. We appreciate you coming on and, and uh, chatting with us for a bit. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was really, it was really cool talking to you. Thanks. Yeah, I had fun, guys. All right. Have a good one. You too. You know, it's unusual for us to get into a conversation like that. I feel like usually on the show, because yeah. usually it's a it's a it's an interview, and we let people do their thing, and then we have our thoughts afterwards. But I kind of said what I needed to say. It was, that was very much a conversation. Yeah, I think we asked one question and in then the we beginning, just went. and um, yeah, I I just feel like because I I really do feel. Like about the Mandela effect when people are like, oh, yo, the reason why the because that was when I, the first thing I heard was on that old episode when the guy was like, you know, they changed the Star Wars thing. And I'm like, who gives a fuck yeah. about Star Wars? I mean, I fucking love Star Wars. <laughs> Everyone. You know I mean? No, like I care about it a lot. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But, as like, but like in the grand scheme of things of like that's what they changed. This in explanation the reality? made more sense, though, because it didn't seem like someone was manipulating things on purpose right where i but think like, that's all, what the first conversation but was. even so like i just find it hard to believe like I, i'm gonna go on record i don't believe the mandela effect at all no me too yeah. i think that people just misremember and there's things that people point out that are obscure enough that you don't have a solid stance on and you don't have a definitive like yes, this is what I believe on those things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you were to tell me something like Mickey Mantle was never on the Yankees and then I go to Wikipedia or wherever and they're like, no, he never played on the Yankees. Then I'd be like, what the fuck? Because my entire... But if you tell me that there's an ex there's not an extra E in Febreze, I'm like, all right. These are small details we're dealing yeah, with. Yeah, and it's easy yeah. to, to like manipulate people's minds in that way. So I don't believe in that at all. Like like I said, that that story that I told you is an actual real thing where they interviewed people mm -hmm. like one year about 9/11 who lived close to the towers, so had a very clear like memory of the day and 10 years later the story changed by 50%. That mm -hmm. is a huge percentage. So that just goes to show that we can misremember and we can tell stories differently, and things well, change. Yeah, in our I minds. think we do all the time. I think every day our memories are changing. Yeah, and and you know, comparing it to you know, like we said on the show, like your perception is your reality. So I guess it's possible that our reality could not be real because it just because of because of my like like I said, my grandma, like people who have dementia. Not, or or what is the also I don't know the difference Alzheimer's, between I don't yeah. know the difference between them to be honest with you, but she thought she was on a cruise ship or she forgot who my dad was, you know. If that's possible, then it has to also be possible that we're doing that now. 
But see, that's then like a false reality within a potentially false reality. Or it's so what re- is that? Or it's reversed. She's getting glimpses of real reality. Maybe she mm, was really like on transitioning the, into yeah. Maybe the she was really universe. on a boat, and we were weren't in a retirement <laughs> home. Maybe she was on a boat. We're diving back in. To I mean, hey, I'm just saying. I mean, all of it in theory could be possible. Yeah. And now this all comes with this caveat. I honestly don't care. I knew you were gonna go here, and I know this is your fallback because this uh, is this this is the safe answer. It's but it's but what it's does true. it matter? Because I'm not changing my day to day. Yeah, because like, I'm not changes. changing the way I live. Whether this whatever this reality is, whether it's a video game someone's playing or not. Yeah, it's it's what we know. Yep. So we're we're gonna try to win at it. We're gonna live it. That's it. We're, you know, I think it just all comes down to happiness. Yeah, it does. It's it's an enjoy your time because it, you know at the same time like a lot of people would say that I, I remember I would tell people that story about my grandma it was like oh yeah she thought she was on a cruise ship like we all thought it was like funny you know yeah. and and it was upsetting to and I thought it would be more upsetting to my dad because my dad was very close with his mother and but my dad explained it perfectly and that kind of like swayed me because I was like oh man like that's so sad mm-hmm. that she thinks that but he's like dude. If she thinks she's on a cruise ship, let her be on a cruise ship. It sounds great. You know, like if your perception is your reality, just enjoy your time there then. Right. It's sad from the outside looking in, but on the inside, which only she is, maybe that's the happiest she's been in years. Yeah. You know, it's better than being in a retirement home, (laughs) even though it was a nice one. (laughs) But, you know, it's just one of those things. But at the end of the day, I honestly, it's one of those things of like, like the flat earthers that go so hard and only scientists that are trying to find the answers and doing research. It's mm. like, dude, even if you were right, then what? Mm-hmm. Then nothing. Yeah. I think the only thing that could potentially change the way I really live my life is if we if we found out what happens when it ends. Yeah. Would you want to know? No. Of right? course not. Because then life would just be anxiety <laughs> yeah it would be grand theft auto yeah exactly like if we, if if it was like here factually we can state scientifically here's proof everyone's on board nothing happens when you die yeah would that just be immediate chaos uh n- no i honestly well we'd think- have to genuinely all believe it the proof would have to be so clear that no. there's zero doubt i think i think i feel the opposite way i th- become like a utopia i honestly think that more people believe that nothing happens and that's why the world is the way it is but if people knew like oh you get another life then what's the, what's the point of being safe but no one knows that's the thing there's doubt right even if you're an atheist right, but that's what keeps you on that's what keeps you honest the, the doubt fact, does the doubt of yeah. course that you could be wrong but if you knew for a fact that you were just gonna you you die and then your consciousness goes right back into a like whatever and you're good and you're on and you're in a different life if you knew that for a fact you wouldn't care about dying but the reason why people care about dying is because you there's always that chance mm-hmm. that nothing happens. Right. You know? So it's like there's always that, and that's what keeps people honest. I get what you're saying. So I, I feel I, the opposite. If, if you knew that nothing happens definitively, I think that everyone falls in line. Because mm-hmm. like now you know for sure. And then but if you if you knew for sure the other way, then you'd be like, Well, whatever. If I get hit by a car, who gives a fuck? I'll just run on the highway. You know, who cares? I'll just you know, I know for sure that I'm gonna be able to fly or whatever <laughs> the fuck. You know what I mean? I like doubt. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I think that's good. I think 
the way that it's all constructed as it is is totally cool with me. You, mm-hmm. you want to believe stuff? You don't want to believe stuff? Do whatever you want because no one knows at the end of the day and we all are just trying to get by here. And I don't give a fuck if the earth is a triangle and I don't care if you told me today that spoons are actually forks. Nothing changes for me. I would have to just start calling it a different thing. I might not even do that, to be honest. I'd just call them spoons. I'd be like, this is a spoon. It's been a spoon for me. Don't care what they're actually called. Just going to call it a spoon. But nothing changes for me, right? Life goes on, and that's it. But you can't be dismissive to people like this kid because he is also open to the fact that he could be wrong. It is a theory, and what is life without theories? Yeah. You have to have some theories. I think this took a, a different turn than I expected. Way different. I thought I was going to get on here and be like, God, this guy's fucking insane. Yeah. Like, I wanted so badly to hate him. You know? Did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I there was a, I, I knew that there was a chance that they, someone was going to come on here and be just like the Well, there's Earthers. totally a stigma around people who push conspiracy theories yes because they're usually because they're usually like this is exactly what happened and like whoever doesn't believe it they're a sheep and like blah 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 and the and the media is controlling you and there was none of that you know it was just like this is a theory it's all very interesting and blah 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 and hey at the end of the day i don't know so it is possible yeah and don't judge people by their conspiracy theories yeah man because you never know he was a really cool guy but i think um you know, for for someone who has done their research, it's, you know, it's interesting. I haven't, I've heard of the Mandela effect. I've heard of simulation. I've heard of things like that. Um, but I've never really heard about this kind of 2012 theory where that is specifically when everything, you know, changed. And we're, you know, are essentially in this alternate reality that's kind of close to the other. And we don't really know it. Um. Uh, it's an interesting theory yeah and i i will say this uh i think two things are bullshit i think mandela effect is bullshit and i also think that the world ending in 2012 and now we're in a, a separate like 0.0001 different realm is also bullshit whoa, whoa don't push your theories well no i'm saying this is my opinion is that i think those two things are bullshit sorry nick but i do <laughs> but i do think the simulation thing is not completely out of the question, but I think right? that's the one I can get behind the most. That's the one I can get behind the most only because, but I don't like, cause the simulation that the fucking, the flat earther was talking about was way different than what we're talking about here. Cause he was saying that the sun was like a screen or something like that. And I was like, okay, this is where you're losing me. Uh, but the idea that we're all made up of electricity and atoms and the way that our bodies function like we can, we can we know with science that electricity sends these codes to our head and we like whatever that all sounds like it could be part of some sort of simulation now the the definition of the simulation who the hell knows what that means mm. but i can get behind the fact that like this is all uh electronically based now do i think there's an alien playing a computer game no like a big alien in his mom's basement yeah and like do, and whatever he was saying about the Sims. turtles i don't believe in the turtles either i don't know what the hell that was about to be honest with you but there's no a stack of turtles out there uh <laughs> but um yeah i think it's i think it's possible that like you know because of all the electricity and the electronic and the whatever blah 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 yeah, of course that's possible because we don't know but what i do know 
is that there's not a stack of turtles. Okay. <laughs> That's what I, I think know. that was like a religious symbol or something. Yeah, it probably <laughs> was. I probably was. I'm just trying to be funny. But so a stack of turtles is controlling. It's the controlling universe. everything, you know. Um, but yeah, like you said, we're talking about infinite. So it's like this would never end. Even if you think you know, you don't. You will never know, ever. Which is kind of dope. Well, yeah, keeps us going. Keeps us going. I'm you gonna be up mean? all night thinking about different theories. See, I'm, I'm, see, that's the thing. Like, I choose to not be consumed by it because I think it does. Oh, no, matter. I just want to, like, make up cool ones. Oh, you want to make up cool ones? Yeah. So you want to like, stack some other animals? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if? No, never mind. Yeah. I don't know. I was going to say, what if we were all dog? I, I don't know. I would love to be a dog. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be dope. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, thank you for uh, Nick Hinton is his name. You guys can go check him out on uh, Twitter. Uh, Nick Hinton. Hinton ending with two N's, uh, H-I-N-T-O-N-N. Um, so thanks for him for coming on. That was cool. Uh, also, guys, if you want to reach out and you want to be a part of the podcast, send us an email. Go to OPLshow.com slash contact. Uh, fill out the form. Send it to us. And if it works, we'll hit you up. We'll schedule something out. Yes. And uh, join our Patreon at Patreon.com slash show. We have bonus episodes there. We have full video of some bonus episodes. Uh, we have the Discord chat with a bunch of listeners in there. We've been getting guests on. We'll for sure ask Nick to come on to that yeah. um, so that you guys can kind of ask him more questions about you know some of the theories that he's been studying. Throw out your own theories. It'll be one big party. <laughs> and we only have a few episodes left this season. It went really fast, um, but it's been a great season so far. We don't have an episode coming up next week for Thanksgiving. Uh, so don't worry, we're still coming back after Thanksgiving with two episodes. Uh, but yeah, that is that is all for this week. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes, and thanks for listening. Yep, that is all. We'll see you guys next time. Mm-hmm.